0: Morning, afternoon, or evening, for wherever you may be joining us from today, welcome to the Life Church Podcast. Hallelujah. It's great to come into the house of God and feel His presence. Amen. I don't want to take that for granted. Praise God. Let's all stand together. I'm going to read the Word of God. I've got. What I believe God has given me for this day. Matthew chapter 19, verse 24. I'm reading from the New King James Version. The Bible says, And again I say to you, it is easier for a camel to go through the eye of a needle than for a rich man to enter the kingdom of God. When the disciples heard it, they were greatly astonished, saying, Who then can be saved? But Jesus looked at them and said to them, With men, this is impossible. Someone say impossible. You know, there's a lot of impossibilities that we have to face in life on our own. With you, Brother Sheldon, there's some things that are impossible. Amen? Brother and sister Nell, with you guys, there's some things that are impossible. With man, it says, This is impossible. But with God, someone say, With God, all things are possible. With God, all things are possible. Do you know him today? Is he your friend today? Are you serving him today? If he's your friend and if he's the God that you serve with God, all things are possible. Let's lift up our hands and lift up our voices to him and say, God, help me to receive the word of God today. Jesus. God, we're thankful today for your word, for your promise, God, for the word that tells us that you can do anything, God. All things are possible with you. I pray today that someone would have faith arise in their hearts, God, to believe you, God, for their impossible situation. And God, you would turn it around. You would do that work. You would minister, God, to people in this room today. We thank you that you're the God of the impossible. In Jesus' name. Someone said, In Jesus' name, God bless you as you take your seats. Everything is possible with God. Someone say, Everything. Now, we we say that, but we don't believe it. We know it's in the book. We just read the verse, but we don't believe it when it comes sometimes to our situation. I can believe for you, Nadria. I can believe for you, Kirk. But when I have my situation, sometimes it's difficult for us to believe that God can do it in my situation. How many know what I'm talking about? You may be here today and you might have a situation that seems impossible. You might be watching at home online today and you might have a situation that in your world it's impossible. Well, you've tuned into the right place today. Because the word of God is rich and the word of God is powerful and the word of God is true and God's word lets me know that with him all things are possible. Amen? I don't think you're hearing me today. There are people under the sound of my voice, either in the building or online, and you're having trouble in your marriage. I want to tell you, it doesn't matter how impossible it may look, the God of the impossible is in the room. Amen? The God who can do impossibilities is in the room. There may be others here today, and you're facing financial messes that maybe you created or someone else created in your life. I just want to let you know that it doesn't matter how messed up your finances are, God has the ability and the power to help you recover what's been lost because He's the God of the impossible. Hallelujah. According to man, you might say it's impossible. Yes. According to man, it's impossible. That's what the word says. With man, it is impossible. But there's no period after that word impossible, Brother Kumaran. It doesn't end with a period there. It continues on and says, but with God, all things are possible. When the marriage counselor says there's no hope, but with God, all things are possible. When the financial advisor says it's time to throw in the towel and file for bankruptcy. But with God, all things are possible. When the doctor comes into the room and says, we've done everything there is to do. There's nothing else we can do. The word of God says, but with God, all Things are possible. I don't know what impossible situation is in your life right now. I'm sure if you've got one, you know exactly what it is. But whatever it is, when you know the God of the impossible, it doesn't matter what man says. It doesn't matter what legal scholars say. It doesn't matter what doctors say. With God, all things are possible possible. How am I doing so far? Do you believe it today? There's a slide I want them to put on the screen here. Here's what my thought is today. God gets the most glory when he allows us to get into an impossible situation and we trust him in an impossible situation. You know what? If I've got a little hangnail and I'm trusting God, I'm not putting down your hangnail. Okay, you got a hangnail. Get over it. But when you've got an impossible situation, bring me your hangnail. We'll we'll pray for your hangnail, okay? We will. But when you've got a situation and there's no hope, there's no answer, there's no way it's going to come to pass unless God steps in. It's impossible. God gets the most glory when we trust him in our impossible situations. I don't know if you're hearing me today. I, I, I think you are, but I'm encouraging you right now. You might be facing something that seems so monumental. It might be so big, and you don't know how it's going to turn out. I'm just telling you, he is the God who can do all things, all Things are possible with Him. Trust Him. He will get the most glory when you trust Him with your impossible situation. Let's clap our hands to the Lord and thank Him for that truth. We here at Life Church, we've got a record of all the miracles that have taken place over the years at Life Church. Like I'm talking about monumental miracles. These are people that are sitting in these pews or have sat in these pews where God's shown up and God's done amazing miracles. Malenka, stand real quick. I'm gonna pick on you again this Sunday. This is Malenka Pradojevich. Okay, I, I didn't say it right. I never have. I say it the way it reads. How's it again? Okay, you guys heard it. <laughs> Malenka how many years, three or four years ago? Four years ago, she had a tumor in her breast and she was going for surgery on this tumor. The ladies, some of the ladies, my wife and some of the ladies brought her down here to the front of the church. They anointed her with oil and they prayed over her before her pre-op appointment. She went to her pre-op appointment and the doctor says, okay, before we have the surgery, which is coming up in the next few days, let's put you back on the table and let's just check this one more time. He puts her on the table, and to his surprise, he cannot find anything anymore. To his surprise, the tumor is no longer there. This is something that he's observed, he's watched, he's recorded, he's prepared to remove from her body. But prayer happened. The God who is the God that heals showed up. And then in this impossible situation, Malenka, is it not true? He said, no surgery is needed. I thank God that God is a God that heals. He's the God of impossible situations. Thank you, Sister Malenka. Another one just from a few years ago as well. How many of you remember Grace Adesina? Grace Adesina was in our church, and she had a cyst on her throat. For 11 years she's always she was struggling with a cough and just it was it was constantly a problem in her life. For 11 long years she struggled with this cyst. So she went to the doctor and she was scheduled for surgery. In fact, they prayed over her at this altar as well. Anointed her with oil. She went off to the surgery. Her husband came back from Africa to be here with the kids while she was in surgery and her recovery time. She's in the hospital. They put her on the stretcher, they wheel her into the operating room, and the husband's waiting there, you know, how how this is going to go. We're hoping everything goes well. Before he knows it, she's walking out of the operating room like, What's up? She goes, the doctor put me on the table and tried to see before he put me out to see what was going on. He said, the cyst is gone. You no longer need to have surgery. I'm telling you, God is a God that does impossible things. You don't do that on your own. With man, that is impossible. But with God, okay, say it with me. But with God, all things are possible. Praise God. Darian, she's been at um, at home. We haven't seen her a lot over this last little time with COVID. Um, She, for many, many years, she was here at our church, and she she had a tank, an oxygen tank that she carried around with her everywhere she went. Remember the oxygen tank? We prayed for her many times at this altar and asked God to heal her lungs, and she still has a a few lung issues, uh, but, but really, she got to a point where the doctor says, You don't need that oxygen tank anymore. Your lungs are improving. They shouldn't be improving. They should be getting worse, but they're improving. Get rid of the oxygen tank. Amen? And she no longer has to run around with an oxygen tank because God is the God of the impossible. Jeremiah 32 and 27 says this, Behold, I am the Lord. I am the God of all flesh. Is there anything too hard for me? This is the question from God. Well, how big is your troubles? How big is your problem? Is there anything too big? You mean to say you think your problem is too big for me is what basically God is saying here. He says, I am God, I'm the God of all flesh. Basically, he's saying, it's a rhetorical question. He's saying there's nothing that's too big me to handle he is the god of all gods he has unlimited resources he has the ability to heal he has the ability to set free he created the heavens and the earth out of nothing hallelujah he's god he, there's nothing that limits him he's all powerful he's the mighty god and he has the ability to help and to heal and to do the impossible today Hallelujah. You know, sometimes people in the world, people in the secular world, have more faith in impossibilities than we do. The author of the book, The Hope Quotient, the author's name is Ray Johnson. He, he talks about, in his book, The Hope Quotient, he talks about reading the bibliography of Steve Jobs. How many know who Steve Jobs is? Okay, Apple co founder. Okay, he's quite a guy. Ray Johnson, in his book, The Hope Quotient, says this. After reading the biography of Steve Jobs, he said, I closed the book, I sat back, and I realized that the secular business community has now started believing that impossible things are possible. Who started believing? the secular community. He said, and at the very same time, I've noticed that the community that's called the Christian community has stopped believing in the impossible. I don't want it to be said today that people in the secular business world are now stepping out and believing for impossible things in their worldly environments. And the church no longer believes that God can do the impossible. Larry Page on the screen, he's the co-founder of Google. I'm sure he's a wealthy guy. Here's what he said. He said, you need to have a healthy disregard for the impossible. These are secular guys. These are guys that they're not doing this out of a faith in God's word and a faith in a God that, that's able to do. In, they're just saying we, we have to have a healthy disregard for the impossible. I'm challenging you, Life Church, today with this today. We must get back to where the Bible is the Bible and the Bible is true. And we believe the promises in the book. And if the Word says that God can do the impossible, we're going to have a healthy disregard for the impossible. We're going to believe God for it, amen? Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Those who want to make a change in the world, they don't make changes in their world by sitting back and doing nothing. Those that want to bring change to the world, they they stand upon some promises. They don't sit back and doubt every promise in the word of God. They simply have a little bit of faith. And you don't need a whole lot. The Bible talks about a mustard seed faith. If you've seen a mustard seed, it's like a little dot. You don't need a lot of faith. All you need is a little faith. And it can move the hand of God. I'm challenging someone here today. If you would just take your situation, your impossible situation, and you would just muster up a little faith in God's word and God's promise and begin to believe God for the impossible. I'm telling you, that little bit of faith can move God and you can watch God do impossible things. There's a great account in the word of God of some blind men And they were crying out to Jesus as he passed by. And they were saying, Jesus, thou son of David, have mercy on me. That was their cry. They heard he was coming. They couldn't see him, but they knew it was Jesus. And the Bible tells us that Jesus responded in in Matthew chapter 9 and 29. He, He touched their eyes and he said, according to your faith. Someone say, according to your faith. According to your faith, let it be to you. You know what that tells me? That we need to do something. There needs to be a little bit of faith that rises up in our hearts. God is waiting on us to respond with faith. He said, according to your faith, let it be to you. And verse 30 lets us know, and their eyes were open. So they had faith in that moment this implication to me here is this that god is waiting for someone today to just trust him according to your faith do you have another enough faith to trust him for your situation is there enough faith in your heart in the promises of god's word that you can say god i'm going to trust you and i'm going to believe you in my situation i'm telling you god is going to answer you according to your faith If it doesn't happen, don't blame Pastor Steve. Amen? Because it's according to your faith. He wants to bless you. He wants to do amazing things in your life. He wants to do something great in someone's life today. I'm telling you, there's, there's no problem in this place that God doesn't have an answer for. There's no mess in in your life that God can't solve and turn into a miracle. There's no chain that someone is bound with that God can't break. The chains. I'm telling you, there's no burden that God cannot lift. There's no storm that God cannot calm. There's no sorrow that God cannot comfort. There's no hurt that God cannot mend. There's no sin that God cannot forgive. There's no thirst that God cannot quench. There's no hunger that God cannot satisfy today. Impossible is not a word in God's vocabulary. There's nothing... That's impossible to him. Matthew 19 and 26, for with God all things are possible. You say, well, why am I in this predicament right now? Why am I in this mess? Why am I facing this right today? Maybe God wants to take your mess and turn it into a message. Maybe he wants to take your trial and turn it into a triumph. Maybe he wants to take your valley and make it your way to your victory. Maybe he wants to take your test and turn it into a testimony. That's what God will do. God will turn it around in your life. But too often, our biggest problem is our small view of God. Too often, we've got God in this little tiny box. And we let him out sometimes, but we keep him in this little box. And he's confined to this little box. And and the box is really right here in our thinking. Our biggest problem is our small view of God. There was a great missionary and pastor and author by the name of A.W. Tozer. And he stated this. He said, a low view of God is the cause of a hundred lesser evils. If you have a low view of God, a small view of God, it's going to cause you a hundred more problems. He said, but a high view of God is the solution to 10,000 problems. How are you looking at your God? How are you viewing your God? How do you see your God today? Is your God a weak, tired, worn, anemic, dry, dead, unable to do anything kind of God? No, he's not. We know that. But if he's a God who's strong, if he's a God that's mighty, if he's a God that's all-powerful, if he's a God of the impossibility, we can trust this God, and God will answer. Really, we have two options. We can believe, or we can doubt. We, we We can stand on his promise, I believe, or we can have unbelief and say, you know what? I know it's in the book. I know it says it, but I don't think he'll do it for me. That's our choice. Ephesians chapter three and verse 20 says this. Now unto him that is able to do. What's he able to do? Read these words with me. Exceeding, abundantly, above all that we can ask or think, according to the power that worketh in us. Hallelujah. What a great verse that is. You, someone that doesn't have this memorized should put this one to memory. Now unto him that is able to do exceedingly, abundantly, above all that we can ask or think, according to the power that worketh in us you know what we're humans and i know that and we we got a human brain and sometimes that's a limiting factor but i'm challenging someone at life church today we got to say god my brain limits what i can believe and what i can trust for but I, I, I know I can't comprehend all that you can do. But God, allow me to have a brain that says, I'm going to take you at your word. I'm going to trust you in my trial. I'm going to believe you when it doesn't look good. I'm going to stand upon your promise when I'm faced with an impossible situation. Hallelujah. Are you, are you there with me? Are, are, are you believing that God can do it today? Are you believing that God can answer today? We must begin to believe impossible things are possible. We must say, say these words with me. Believe impossible things are possible. In fact, look at somebody nearby. Point your finger at them say, and, and say that, those words with me. Believe impossible things are possible. Point to someone else and tell them, believe impossible things are possible. Are possible. Sometimes we gotta tell ourselves because we get caught up with doubts and fears, and the devil work on us and, and let us think that God can heal that person, and He can heal Malenka, and He can heal Grace Adesina, and He can touch Darian, but He cannot work in my situation. That's what the devil will do. He he likes the game of doubt. That's one of his greatest tools. I'm telling you today, some of you need to put some faith into action. And say, God, I'm gonna act on my faith. There there was a great account in Mark chapter 2 of of some men. They had a friend who was sick, he was a lame man, and they tried to get to Jesus. There's a picture, I think, Sister Viv. They they got to the house, and the house was crowded, and they, they couldn't get the lame man into Jesus. And they took action, they had so much faith that God was able to heal their friend. And when they couldn't get to Jesus, they went up on the roof, and they began to tear back the roof. And the Bible says they lowered him down in to where Jesus was. They cut a hole in this guy's roof. I'm glad I wasn't the homeowner. (laughs) Having to deal with that after it was all... But I mean, maybe he was okay with it because God did such a great miracle. But my point I wanted to make here is... Verse 5 of Mark chapter 2. When Jesus saw the faith of the guy, when Jesus saw their faith, who's the there in this picture? It's the four people that were carrying this guy, getting him to Jesus. It's the people that tore back the roof and, and made a hole in the roof to lower the guy down to Jesus. When, when Jesus saw these four guys' faith. He said to the the lame man, Son, your sins are forgiven you. Verse 10 says, But that ye may know that the Son of Man has the power on earth to forgive sins, he said to the paralytic, I say unto you, arise, take up your bed, and go to your house. And immediately he arose, took up his bed, and went out in the presence of all them so that they were all amazed and glorified God, saying, we've never seen anything like this. You know what this Bible account lets me know? This is just so exciting. If you're struggling with with faith in your own heart and faith in your own situation, and we will do that from time to time, I'm encouraging you, just, just trust God's word. But guess what? That's where my brothers and sisters come in, and they're, they're helpful to me. When I'm struggling, you know what? My faith for you can trigger a miracle. My faith for you, Brother Kumar, can, can help perform the miracle that you guys are needing. You know what? That, that, that's amazing that, that my faith, someone say my faith. My faith can cause me to, to push past the obstacles in the way to getting to Jesus. My faith can cause me to push past my doubts and my excuses and and, and somehow get the attention of God. My faith may cause me to step out and do something a little radical. These guys were radical. Can't get to Jesus. Jesus is a miracle worker. Let's get to the roof and let's start tearing it apart. Some of us need to get a little radical faith. Begin to speak some things in faith. You know what? There's so much power in in what we say. There's so much power in in the words we speak. What are you speaking to your impossible situation? Oh, it's never going to happen. I mean, I've been there. I know what that feels like. I've said words like that. God doesn't want us to get caught up with the negativity doesn't want us to get caught up with worry and fears he's created us to believe him for the impossible today when you think about what's impossible in your life can it become a reality can can God do a miracle can God answer today I believe he can Genesis 1 and 9 says and God said let the waters under the heaven be gathered together in one place and let the dry land appear and it was so You know what God did? There was water everywhere. And God spoke to the situation. He said, let dry land appear. He called dry land out of the water. He couldn't see dry land. He couldn't see the end result, but he spoke it. It wasn't showing, but God called it out. And the Bible says, it was so. Couple of great verses. I'm going to read it the one verse in two translations Romans 4 and 17. God who quickeneth the dead and calleth those things which be not as though they were. We are serving a God that we can call those things that, that are not as though they were. Here's what it says in the New Living Translation Abraham believed in the God who brings the dead back to life, and who creates new things out of nothing. That's the kind of God we're serving. He's the God that can bring dead back to life. He's the God that can can create things, new things out of nothing. If you've been in a situation and you need God to show up, I'm challenging you, Church, begin to speak in faith. Begin to speak words. Begin to... Call some things out. It might not be happening quite yet, but begin to speak it. God, I thank you that my marriage is well. God, I thank you that whatever your situation is, you're saying, well, that's that's not lying. No, you're speaking faith. You're doing what Romans 4 and 17 says to do. You call those things that are not as though they were. You're speaking in faith. You're trusting the word of God. You're saying, God, I might not see it right now, but I'm praying and I'm trusting in faith that you're gonna bring it to pass. I'm speaking it. I'm telling you, there's no need that's too large. There's no problem too big. There's no situation that's so out of control that God can't show up. I'm challenging you, church. We need to speak in faith. Hallelujah. I'm almost done. There's an acronym that's pretty depressing. The acronym is this, TWNC. They you know what that means? Things will never change. There, there are some people, they live by this acronym. They're always thinking that God will never show up in their lives, that God will never answer their pr- prayers. It's always gonna be this way. It's like they got the Eeyore mentality. Woe is me. Life is bad. God loves everybody else but me. I can't talk like Eeyore, but but Eeyore and, and this things will never change acronym. It's always negative. It's always doubting and putting down what God can do. It blinds you to what God's plan is when you're always speaking and thinking. Things will never change. We've been through this before. It's going to be the same way again this time. I'm telling you, the words we speak are powerful. I don't know that we say that enough. Because the Bible lets us know that life and death are in the power of the tongue. What you say can speak life into your situation or what you say can speak death into your situation. And some of you have been speaking death into your situation. I'm here to encourage you. I'm here to help you along, to say, turn that around. Everything is possible with God. Not things will never change. No, everything is possible with God. God is infinitely bigger than your biggest problem. You say, I got a big problem, Pastor Steve. My my problem is, is monumental. God is infinitely bigger than your biggest problem. It doesn't matter the size of your problem. Don't look at the size of your problem. Look at the size of your God because he's bigger, he's greater, he's all-powerful, and he can do the impossible. I'm inviting the music team to come back right now. I hope I've conveyed to you a few truths in God's word. Some of you need to expect your miracle. Some of you need to, to expect that whatever you're needing God to do, that God has the power and the ability and He is going to see the impossible come to pass. Everybody standing in in this room. We have a choice today. You can pray in faith where you believe God and, and you receive an answer or you can pray in doubt where you go without I don't want to pray in doubt and go without. I want to pray in faith and receive from God today. One of the great pioneers back in the day, his name is Smith Wigglesworth. What a name, Wigglesworth. He said this. He said, you'll get more out of God by believing him for one minute. Someone say one minute. You'll get more out of God by, by just taking his word and believing God for one minute, then crying and whining and complaining and shouting at God all night long. One minute. Luke 137. For with God, nothing, someone say nothing. Nothing shall be impossible I'm so glad I've got him on my team I'm so glad I've got him as my friend I'm so glad I know who he is I'm so glad that I love him and he loves me doesn't matter who's against me because with God nothing shall be impossible every head bowed and every eye closed I want you to receive God's word right now. I want you to begin to let faith arise in your heart right now. I want you to begin to trust God right now for your situation. It might be your hangnail. Or it might be something a whole lot bigger than that. It doesn't matter what it is, big or small. Whatever your impossible situation is right now, I'm wanting you to begin to thank God. I want you to begin to pray and begin to declare in the Spirit that everything is possible with god i want you to begin to pray this prayer lord do something unpredictable and uncontrollable god do something impossible in my life thank you for joining us today we pray this message spoke into your life your heart or whatever situation you may be going through if you'd like to follow us on social media you can find us at lifechurch.ca on instagram and on facebook just search life church and you will find our navy blue logo with the letters lc in the middle now before you go we ask if possible from whatever platform you may be listening to us on give us a rating or a review or even both and share this message with someone so that they can be impacted by the gospel of the love of Jesus Christ. We thank you for your support and love you all. Have a wonderful week and God bless.